Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. My mom asked me the other day, she said, Tasha, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, "Mm, I don't know. And normally when I say I don't know, it's not because I don't know, it's because I need to think about it, which I don't know why I can't just say, hey, I need to think about that for a second, (laughs) because it's not that I don't know. But I said to her, mama, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she laughed because here I am, going to be 31. Here she is, 63. I think she's 63. She was born. I don't need to say how old she is exactly, but she is what I, because however she'll, however old she is, she's literally just the same age as me is what I feel like because she's just very, she looks young. She's young at heart. You would never guess that she was a day over 30 or 40. Anyways, I love her, but she chuckled and she told me, you know, she just, I think she said that she really just wants to help people and she just has, I mean, she's such an empath. And then I really thought about it. And I was like, you know, I just want to, I want to be myself. I want to just get paid to be me and to just inspire people and to make people just feel like they're the best versions of themselves. And I just want to do all that without having to put on this show or without having to like do all these things. I just want to be me like and I think I don't know what you what your goal is I think it's fascinating how we all have different goals in life and then I also think it's fascinating how our path unfolds based on just you know what how what we're destined to be doing and if you've ever heard of Saturn return before it's a time in your life usually between the ages of 27 and 30 where things happen in your life it's like a turning point where you reach adulthood and you kind of like I don't know how old you are right now but if you are over the age of like 35 if you look back to that time in your life did anything happen that change the trajectory of where you thought your life was going to go and blossomed into something completely different and then if you are in if you're between 27 and 30 right now I mean I think there's like a pre-shadow and a post-shadow we don't need to go into that it's all astrology stuff but there's a shadow period so you might even feel it when you're like 26 or something but if you're around that age do you feel like a heaviness or are things changing in your life that you know were unplanned there's just when I think personally I mean I'm 31 so my Saturn return is ending in like a month wow that's crazy but yeah when I look back at my own trajectory there's been a lot that happened and right when I turned 27 is like I got fired from my job and it pushed me onto the path of just like having going full in on my own business and then just seeing how my business has evolved and 
just it's just an interesting time period and I think like I'm still in it so I'm still going through a bunch of a bunch of transformation I think and so when I this time next year (laughs) let's see where I am right but it's just such an interesting thing when just to watch people and watch you as you step into your path and your purpose and it's just such a beautiful and exciting thing so if you're feeling right now and even if you're younger and you're listening to this right now there's so much to look forward to and I'm I I don't even know why I'm talking about this right now but I just wanted to say it because I would love to know like what are you working towards right now we've been in this pandemic for so long it feels like it feels short but it feels long it's just time is just such a weird thing right now but what is something that you like is there anything that you've realized that you have wanted now to start focusing on and working towards or like how has your life changed since the pandemic like your views and your thoughts of how you want your life to look I would love to know I wish that you could just talk back to me right now and tell me. (laughs) But if you want to connect with me on Instagram, let's be friends. Let's connect. Let me know and send me a DM. Let me know where you're at. Let's be friends. On Instagram, you can find me at Taja Kato. And I'm really excited about this episode today. But before we dive in, have you subscribed to this podcast yet? If you have not subscribed, please do take a second to subscribe, to rate and review this podcast. Let me know what you enjoy about this podcast most and what inspires you the most about this episode today. All you have to do is scroll down on whichever app you're listening to this podcast on and tap the stars to rate the podcast and then leave me a quick review if you feel called to do so because when you take the time to do that, it does expand the reach of this podcast. I know you probably hear this spiel on every single podcast you listen to, but I wouldn't say it if it didn't if it wasn't like meaningful, you know, like if it didn't help this podcast, I wouldn't even say it, but your support really does help this show. It makes it possible for other people to find this content and to benefit from hearing the show as well. So thank you so much in advance for doing that. And for everyone who has left a review, thank you. I'm holding a special place in my heart for you right now so here's one big virtual hug to you and if you do subscribe it will ensure that you don't miss out on upcoming episodes and bonus content because we do have bonus episodes every now and then so again thank you so much for your support of this show I just had a client that I worked with a few years ago maybe two years ago And she just reached out to me and she wants to work together again. I'm so excited. And her words were, I I can't quote them exact right now, but she was just like, quarantine has done bad things to my body. And so we are going to work together again. And I'm really, really excited for her because when we worked together in the past, like she was one of those gals who just like with the right information and the right support to back it up, like she moved mountains like she got the hang of it and she was making such great progress and you know things happen when you're busy and quarantine and life stress and just all the things and sometimes I don't know about you but sometimes it can be nice to just have someone in your corner to just 
keep that motivation going and give you the support that you need and keep you accountable, if anything, right? I think that's such an important thing because when life happens, it's so easy to kind of fall off track or let your mind kind of take over what you're doing instead of just letting things happen like I know in the past for me I'd be like oh I just ate all these things I like completely fell off the wagon I guess I better just give up and start fresh again and then it was like this cycle but had I have had someone in my corner that was like Taja that one day is really not going to make a dent in your overall progress in the long span of things like let's just get back on the wagon and keep going like here are the things to focus on this week let's do it let's crush it you've got this don't look back like it doesn't matter if I had had someone in my corner doing that I would have been like dang like I probably would have made so much progress but instead I was just stuck in this constant roller coaster or merry-go-round where I was going round and round and like making the same mistakes and just not getting to where I wanted to be so if you can relate to this I mean not everyone is the type of person that wants to do one-on-one coaching or that can really afford it which is why I have my shredded body for type ones program because it teaches you all the steps that I follow when I work with clients one-on-one and so inside of the program you get all of these steps you get lifetime access so you can learn them and you can apply them to your own body and lifestyle it teaches you step by step how to customize your macros and your calories for fat loss how to adjust your macros and calories because once you set them they do not stay the same your body adapts to what you're doing so it's important that you know how to adjust your macros and calories not just set them and then it has all the workout routines that you need like with the key exercises to do you can choose to work out from home or at the gym and how to keep your blood sugar stable with exercise so you learn all of these key things inside the program for a very affordable price and as a loyal podcast listener you do receive 10% off the entire program using the code more than just a type so if you want to check out the program just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join use the code more than just a type to receive 10% off and I'll also link to this in the show notes today we're going to be talking about three lifestyle habits that are not really helping you achieve your fitness goals and how to avoid them. So I'm really excited to dive in. But the very first thing is, and you're probably going to already know this one if you have been listening to the last few episodes, but the very first thing, and again, or not again, but none of these uh, tips are in order, but I'm just going to list them off. But the very first thing is lack of sleep. So this is something that I didn't really focus on for a long time because I was busy. I was working a lot. I remember when I very first started just getting really serious about my fitness journey and it was like 2015, I I was working two jobs, so I would be working, and I'm just putting this into context so you kind of get an idea of like what my life was like, but I would work for like nine or 10 hours, I would work my day job, I'd go home and get ready, 
And then I would get all dressed up and I would drive. I used to work these like underground poker parties and I, I worked them because the cash was really good and I needed all of the funds I could get to pay my rent. Los Angeles is not cheap. I was like 25 years old. So I would go and I would work all night. I think my shift would start like 8 p.m. So I'd get home at 6. I would have a couple hours. I would drive an hour, get ready really fast, drive an hour, start my shift at like 8 p.m. And then I would work. Sometimes I would work until... I mean, on a weekend where I didn't have to work my day job because you guys, I would work seven days a week or six days a week, six or seven days a week. I was like burnt out, but I would work until sometimes 10 a.m. the next day. That's if I didn't have to work my day job. Otherwise, I would work until like 2, 3, 2 or 3 a.m. Sometimes I would get home at like 4 or 5 a.m. By the time I like unwound and got my ass in bed, it would be like 5 a.m. And then I'd have to wake up at like 7.30, 8 a.m. and get ready for my day job and then go to work. Like that was my life. And it was brutal because I was also trying to get in shape. I would be trying to make time to go to the gym And sometimes I'd go to the gym on my lunch break at work and I was just so exhausted. And I'm telling you this from experience, but when you are overworked and when you're not getting enough sleep and you are just in this constant like fight or flight, when your body is is in this constant fight or flight, it is not doing your fitness goals any justice. And sometimes at this point, like, when I think back, I'm like, wow, it, it's always such a simple thing that you can do that's going to make a difference. But had I have just obviously changed my work schedule, that would have been amazing. But sometimes you can't, right? So it's like sometimes you have to let your body rest. Like maybe had I have had a nap, just taken a nap on my lunch break instead of forced my body to just keep going, that could have just helped my overall fitness goals because it's not healthy to be in this state of fight or flight. Your cortisol levels are going to be a lot higher. Um, The lack of sleep just throws your hunger response completely out of whack and you're going to be eating things that you're not really, that you maybe normally wouldn't eat. You're going to be snacking more. You're just going to be feeling all fudged, right? So it's important that you are getting enough sleep and that you're doing as you're really making that a focus. And maybe that means that you are taking a nap instead of going to the gym, if that's what you have to do. Or maybe that means after work, you're just whatever you have to do to get some sleep in is going to be really beneficial for your overall fitness goals because your body really, really does need sleep in order to physically achieve that physical goal that you want. It's so important. So sleep is really, really important. And it's important for your blood sugar management too, right? Like they go hand in hand. So the next thing is overtraining. And first of all, before we go into overtraining, I just want you to think about like if you're looking at your life right now and you're like, man, I need to get a little bit more sleep. Like my schedule is crazy. Or maybe you have little kids running around and you're like, yeah, I really I really need to focus on that a little bit more. Then 
what can you do in your own life right now that can help you just get a little bit more sleep? And maybe it's not even about getting more sleep. Maybe it's about about getting more quality sleep. So maybe it's, you know, limiting your screen time, limiting the amount of coffee that you're drinking. Maybe it is taking melatonin, which is a natural supplement. Like just think about what in your life can you do that will help maybe not solve the issue completely, but put you one step forward in really getting getting a little bit better quality sleep, a little bit more sleep, whatever that looks like for you. What can you do right now in your own life that will help you in that area? Okay, so moving on to overtraining. Overtraining <laughs> causes stress on the body. And this is something that I didn't know for a really long time because if I look back on my life, there was so many days that I would be exhausted, that my body would be sore from the gym in general, that I would just be really feeling like a bus hit me. But my mind would be saying, Taja, you need to work out. Like you want to get in shape, you need to exercise. So I would completely let my mind take over and I would not listen to my body. And this is going to put you in a really difficult place when it comes to achieving your fitness goals because your body needs proper rest and recovery in order to repair and rebuild your muscle tissue and just really put your body in that optimal place that's going to help you achieve your goals. So making sure that you're getting enough uh, enough rest and recovery is going to be so important. And whether like maybe your goal is to build muscle, this is just as important. If your goal is fat loss, this is just important. No matter what your physical goal is, making sure that you're allowing proper rest and recovery is going to be so crucial. And it might mean that you're having that battle with your mind where you're thinking, okay, my body's telling me that I need to rest right now, but I just, I need to exercise because I want to get fit. And your mind's telling you that in order to be fit, you have to exercise. It might be, it might mean having that battle because I've had that battle so many times. I even to this day still have that battle with my mind because I'm such a like go-getter type of person. So it, but what hap- like when you are stuck in this position if your body you really need to listen to your body if your body's telling you hey hey bitch you need to just rest you need to just you're exhausted you've been working you're tired you haven't been getting enough sleep you need to look at all of your lifestyle habits what a, what does it look like it, are you just feeling lazy? Cause that's different than feeling full on like exhausted and overworked and stressed. Like if you're feeling lazy, then yeah, push yourself, go to the gym, go for a walk, whatever it is. But if you are just feeling, if your body is telling you, I need to take a break, take a break. It's going to do your body so much better. Even if you have like a set goal and a set amount of days that you're working out or you're, you have a set number of steps or cardio calories that you're trying to burn, throw that out the window. If your body is legit telling you that you need to rest, because when your body's telling you that the amount of rest and recovery that you get when you need it is going to really, really help you achieve your goals in the long span of things. So that is so, so important. And I didn't know that for so long. And I actually got really bad overuse injuries from pushing my body 
too much. And if you get an injury, that's going to set you back. So really making it a priority to listen to your body is going to be so important. And it's such a thing that's often overlooked. So really listening to your body. So if you look at your life right now, like where in your personal life, in your current routine, can you schedule in proper rest and recovery? Like if you look at everything that you're doing and this is why we're all so different because our lifestyles are completely different. And if you, if you and I are set up the exact, like we have the exact same workout routine that we're following and we're trying to burn the same amount of calories, but I'm over here juggling two different jobs. I'm up all night. <laughs> like, and you, on the other hand, are just working, you know, a, maybe you work like four hours a day and you're just more relaxed and you have more time and you feel good. Then it's, it's going to be different in how we set up our programs in order to achieve the goals that we want. Because for someone who, and I'm not saying that I have a ton of life stress right now or work stress because that's what my life looked like back then, back then, but this is just an example. For someone who has a lot of stress, mental stress, physical stress, um, and we're going to be going into life stressors after, which is the third thing. But for someone who has a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stress, high stress life, then it's really important that maybe that person sets up their routine in a way that allows more time to rest and recover so that they can get like a really optimal result that their body isn't being pushed too hard. You know what I mean? Because it's really important that you are allowing enough rest and recovery. And for someone who, you know, finds it really hard to get a lot of sleep and is just overworked in general, then applying the same amount of physical stress on their body really is not going to be optimal. So really looking at your life, where in your life can you kind of cut back a little bit to ensure that you are getting optimal rest and recovery that will support your future physical goals. And this might even mean like, if you're the kind of person that's doing a bunch of cardio and you know that as a fact and you feel burnt out, can you cut that back a little bit? Like just look at your current routine and see where you might be able to cut back. Or if you're working out every single day, maybe you don't need to be working out every single day. Can you work out like four days a week or three days a week and really schedule in those days where you're allowing your body to properly rest and recover so that you can actually get the results that you want? So where in your life can you just kind of cut back a little bit or really make time for proper rest and recovery. So moving on to number three, which is life stressors. So life stressors, this could go to, you know, your job, your financial situation, financial situation, your relationships, maybe even your body image is stressing you out. Stress is one of those lifestyle habits that you really want to minimize as much as you possibly can. Granted, you know, you don't always have control over all of the stresses happening in your life and throwing in blood sugar management on top of that, that's a stress in itself. <laughs> so it stress can be really can really make it a lot more challenging to effectively reach your goals and to get 
the optimal results out of what you're doing because the more stress that's applied on your body when your goal is whatever your goal may be whether it's gaining muscle losing weight like whatever it is maintaining your goals the more stress that's applied on your body the harder it is going to be in order to reach these goals that you've set for yourself so it's looking at you know not just your life stressors, like that's a big one, but also your physical stress, which we covered, making sure that you're getting proper recovery. Um, but all of the stressors in your life. So just looking at them and really minimizing them as best as you possibly can. And part of this is just becoming more aware of them because I think so often we just get so wrapped up in our day-to-day life that we don't really realize the things that we're doing are actually causing more stress on our body than there needs to be, right? And so looking at these areas and maybe this pandemic, maybe quarantine has given you a chance to, like it's forced you to kind of slow down and maybe that alone has been one positive aspect where you can look at and be like, wow, I didn't know that I was doing all of these things. I didn't realize that I was applying all of this stress on my body and maybe you don't need to do that moving forward. Maybe that was just one thing that happened that you can be like, hey, that's a takeaway, right? From this whole entire pandemic because you really do want to minimize the amount of stress that's applied on your body because stress increases cortisol levels in the body. It makes it really difficult to achieve your fitness goals and it causes your blood sugars to remain higher. And so it's important to really keep this in mind and minimize all stress that's happening in your life as best as possible, mental stress, emotional stress, physical stress, any stressors that's happening in your life. So if you look at your life right now, where in your life can you practice mindfulness? Does that help? Like if you were to just take a couple seconds, a couple minutes out of your day to just really get into a place of like relaxation. I have a um, gratitude meditation that I used to use every single day because back in the day when I was working a corporate job, my stress levels were pretty high. I did not have the luxury of just being on my own schedule and I was juggling so many different things and my stress was really, really elevated. And I would take a few minutes out of my day to really practice gratitude and having like a a guided meditation was something that helped me just put me in that state. So if you want to check out the gratitude meditation, you can download it inside of my inspiration library. You'll find it in there. I'll link it in the show notes, but it's diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash, or no, wait, sorry. That's the wrong URL. It's tajakato.com forward slash inspiration, but I'll link to it below. But just maybe practicing mindfulness. Do you think that that might be able to help you? Um, Can you make a list of all of your to-dos? Like make a mess list of everything that you need to do just to like get it out of your mind and on paper because sometimes that can help. Um, Can you communicate with people more of like anything that's going on? If it has to do with your relationships, communication can sometimes be helpful. Can you, if it has to do with body image, can you find a program, a coach, maybe a new workout routine that you enjoy? Just something to 
help you feel like you're on the path towards making that positive change that you want. Um, so if you think about your life right now, like what, what can you do? What is one, and maybe you don't need to tackle them all at once, right? But like, is there one area out of all the stressors in your life that you can kind of focus on? And what is that one thing that you can do right now that'll help you just minimize it a little bit more? All right, so that's gonna be really helpful. But these three lifestyle habits are going to support your fitness goals so much and help you get to that success that you want. It'll help you reach the success that you want with your fitness. And there are things that you should really take into account when it comes to your fitness. And I guarantee like just from my own experience, when I started really being mindful and being aware of these three lifestyle habits in my own life, they, it had, it changed how it changed everything for me because not only was I more energized, I was getting better workouts. My blood sugars were better. I, I was just able to start thinking more clear. I was feeling more refreshed. I, and then I started seeing the results, right? Like I started seeing that I was building muscle and I, my clothes were fitting differently and just so many things. And I really, I, and even if you don't start with all three of these things, I mean, now that you have them in your back pocket, even if you were to just focus on one of them for right now, I guarantee it's going to help you and help support your goals along the way and in the future, your future fitness goals. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Thank you for tuning in. I love ya. I can't wait to connect with you on the gram, on the IGs, on the Instagrams. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support of this show. I love you and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye for now.